0: For Paul, it isn't enough just to believe the right things. Right belief always produces right living. The gift of salvation demands that we put into practice the character of our King. Just as we take off and throw away our worn out clothes, we must strip off certain attitudes and actions of our old self, since our lives have been made new in him. Things like sexual immorality, greed, anger, lies, and the rest must find no place in us. But it is not enough to strip off the old. We must put on the new. And that new creation has many qualities of Jesus. Compassion, gentleness, and humility. Putting up with each other. Forgiving each other. And above all, loving each other. These are the ways of Jesus. So they must be our ways. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Neil Parks, and welcome to the program. This past week, I was reading through Scripture, and I came across just a, a Scripture that just touched my heart. It was in Isaiah 26, verse 3. Isaiah, he says, you, God, will keep... The man in perfect peace whose mind is kept on you because he trusts in you. Now, I don't know about you, but peace to me is something that is very important. And perfect peace is only found in Jesus Christ, our Lord. This peace that Isaiah was conveying to us from God is most profound to all who are following Jesus. If you don't have peace, you see, then you will lose focus as to your purpose as a follower of Christ. Now, last time out, we ended with Colossians 3.11 where Paul is discipling these Colossians. uh, And he says, There is no difference, in verse 11, in men in this new life. Greeks and Jews are the same. The man who has gone through the religious acts of becoming a Jew and the one who is not are the same. There is no difference between nations Men who are servants and those who are free are the same. Christ is everything. He is in all of us. That's a powerful scripture, uh, my listeners. So let's pick it up with uh, Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15. I'm just going to read right through them, and then we'll go back. Paul, in verse 12, speaking to the Colossians, he says, God has chosen you. You are holy and loved by him. Because of this, your new life should be full of loving compassion. You should be kind to others and have no pride. Be gentle and willing to wait for either for others verse 13 try to understand other people forgive each other if you have something against someone forgive him that is the way the lord forgave you verse 14 and to all these things you must add love love holds everything and everybody together, and makes all these good things perfect. There's that word that Isaiah was talking to us about. All these things you must add love, and love holds everything and everybody together, and makes all these things perfect. Verse 15, let the peace of Christ have power over your hearts. You are chosen as a part of his body. Always be thankful. Now let's go back to verse 12 for a minute. God, Paul speaking, God has chosen you. You are holy. And loved by him. Now, years ago, one of my mentors explained to me something that has never left my mind and gives me the peace beyond that understanding. He said to me, Neil, had you been the only person living on planet Earth when Jesus came the first time? He would have come just for you. Wow, I've never forgotten that word spoken to me. Paul is explaining to these Colossians that that this is a critical must for them to understand. This kind of love Christ has for them. This is the creator of everything, addressing his wife-to-be, just how much she means to him. God is telling her that she is holy. Did you just get that? How dare some heretic or religious anybody, for that matter, try to coerce God's chosen bride into thinking there is some way better than the Lord Jesus. Now, Paul goes on to say, Because of this, your new life should be full of loving compassion. You should be kind to others and have no pride. Be gentle and be willing to wait for others. Paul, he is expounding upon how the nature of our existence now is to reflect Christ and his love towards others. And in verse 13, he's, he's talking about forgive each other. If you have something against someone, forgive them. After all, hasn't Jesus forgiven us of all our stupidness? Now this next component, Paul is stressing is also a critical must, as in vital or fundamental to who we are in Christ. Verse 14 says, And to all these things you must add love. Love holds everything and everybody together and makes all these good things perfect. Perfect. Verse 15 says, let the peace of Christ have power over your hearts. You were chosen as a part of his body. Always be thankful. That term peace is to be understood. I feel as a spiritual, it is as a spiritual weapon of power. Now, that sounds a little strange, but when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we are walking in an awareness of peace that confuses the world. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14 and 33, he says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. What Paul is conveying to the Colossians is the spiritual knowledge and understanding of who they are in Christ as a new creation. A Christian is no longer the same species, you may say, as humans are. We are new creations. We are in the world, but not of the world. Look how Hebrews 11.13 puts it. They say, "They, they, God's chosen, knew. They were strangers here. This earth was not their home. When the world interacts with the Christian that Paul is describing, they, the world, just scratch their heads wondering how and why. We as Christians can be so calm and confident with situations that should be dreadful and horrible. Now in verse 14, Paul is, you could say, putting the topping on the cake. He says, love holds everything and everybody together and makes all these good things perfect. Did you hear him? Perfect. Perfect. Are you hearing me, brothers and sisters? You could say, no love, no perfection. Aren't you glad that this isn't just some worldly theory? It's God's word. And next in line, Paul seals the deal, you could say, for the Colossians. Even though the heretics in Colossae are stamping their feet with legalism and angel worship, Paul says in verse 15, Let the peace of Christ have power over your hearts. You were chosen as a part of his body. Always be thankful. Can we celebrate Jesus right now, my listeners? Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate. He is risen. He is risen that we may have life. The Word of God says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Father God, We're here We're here seeking you, Lord Your word is powerful It's powerful, Lord As a sword Father God, I just pray right now That each and every listeners Here today Would be seeking you with all their heart, Lord They would be seeking you and your wisdom and your understanding, Lord. you've told us that we have been chosen by you, that you've chosen us to be your representatives, Lord. You're here telling us that we, we must we must have the character of you, Lord, and change. And forgive people, Lord. You're telling us that love holds us and everything else together, Lord. And by that we are perfect as you are perfect. You have told us, Lord, that you and the Father are one. And then you said that you and we are one with you. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, that we can be here with you at this moment in time. That we can be vessels that even though the world is trying to come after us, Lord. Father God, that we are obedient to your word. We are obedient until death. Father God, we just love you and we praise you. And right now we ask blessing as I ask you to lift up each and every believer listening here today, whatever persecution they may be encountering, Lord. I pray right now, Father, that you would touch them with your peace and assure them that in you, They've been chosen to be perfect. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, I always love to hear from you. And you can email me at fillthelamp, it's all one word, at yahoo.com. So until next time, I'm Neil Parks.